Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of Broadcasters Roundtable here on Flyers Radio 24-7. Earlier this week, Jim Jackson caught up with Travis Sanheim to talk about how things are going for him both this season and so far in his very young NHL career. You may have seen the beginning of this interview on Flyers TV. Now we have the rest of it for you right here on Flyers Radio 24-7. Well, Travis, let's uh, talk about year two as an NHL as opposed to year one. I, I know any rookie, it's a learning experience to some degree. Uh, explain the difference between you now as opposed to last year. Uh, I would say the biggest thing is more more comfortable with uh, my surroundings and, um, and what the league's all about, you know, what I'm facing uh, every night and, um, you know, the guys in the dressing room, the coaching staff, uh, just kind of getting to know everything. And um, like I said, just feeling a lot more comfortable being able to, to kind of be myself and, and play the game that, you know, I want to play. You recently recorded as saying uh, you're happy with where you're at, but you're nowhere near where you want to be. What do you mean by that? Um, you know, I think I, you know, by saying that, uh, you know, I'm starting to, to definitely learn. Um, you know, I went through obviously a big learning curve last year, and um, you know, made made some mistakes and uh, some valuable lessons along the way. And I think just uh, you know, starting to overcome that and figure things out, but. By saying that, uh, you know, I think I'm, you know, just kind of scratching the surface, and like I said, just figuring, uh, figuring out now, and uh, I'm still trying to continue to grow and get better. And you know, I think there's a lot more um, to give them on my part. Now you're at a level now where you've been here, you've seen what play at the NHL level is like, you've seen what it entails in terms of being a good player. Are you as confident as you were maybe back a, a year or two ago that you can be where you thought you could be in terms of all-star level, that, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think uh, I think even more so. I think you know your first year, you know you play your first couple games, and um, you don't necessarily realize how fast it is up at this level and uh, the skill level of, of every player. And um, you know you start to start to get that thought in your head, like you know, do I belong here? Should I be playing here? And uh, you know, as the games go along, everything starts to slow down and get easier. And um, I think that you know I realized that. Um, you know, into year two. It also helps when you have a, a defensive partner that you're comfortable with. You and Radko have really played well together. You've been a solid pair pretty much uh, from, from the start, or at least uh, from early on. Uh, what makes you guys a, a good defense tandem? Um, you know, I think we both bring, you know, a couple different elements uh, to the table. And, uh, you know, we just work well together. We, we communicate well together. Um, you know, we're always talking pretty well after every shift of, of something that, uh, you know, went on. And, um, you know, ways that we can clean things up a little more and uh, make things a little easier on each other. So I think that definitely helps. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we got those two, two, uh, two or three different elements that we bring. And, um, you know, he, he allows me to play that side of, side of the game and, um, you know, allows me to, to jump up and, and saying that, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely a lot more physical and um, stronger on the, on the defensive side. Now, you are a defenseman, as you say, that likes to jump up on the plays, and one of your strengths uses your skating ability. Uh, talk about the tightrope you walk, though, of when you jump up, when's a good time, when's not a good time. Talk about what goes through that. Is that one of the biggest adjustments in terms of, of finding your game? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, especially coming up at this level, uh, it was something that I wanted to bring with me. Um, it's a big part of my game, and uh, you know, definitely at times you know, I found it hard to to uh, find that, uh, I guess, middle ground of, of knowing when to go and um, you're not uh, you know, risking too much, but 
um, like I said before, it's, it's part of my game, and I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta use that part of it, and you know, I gotta take chances uh, at certain moments in the game, and, and um, you know, I think I've throughout the the time that I've been here, um, you know, I've gradually gotten better, and I think that you know I continue want or I, I still want to continue to develop that side of my game. I think there's lots to to improve on, and um, you know there's so many good guys here, uh, whether it's on the back end or up front, uh, with their skill level that. You know, are constantly uh, you know talking to me about little plays and um, you know how I can get better uh, you know on my offensive side. All right, let's talk a little bit about your background. Uh, you come from Elkhorn, Manitoba. A lot of elk in Elkhorn. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Population somewhere around 500. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I've heard, of course, most Canadian towns, especially the small ones, it's it's all about hockey from the day you can remember. Is that how it's been for you? Yes, yeah. I think um, everyone in the community grew up in the rink and, um, you know, we spent uh, hours there. I mean, uh, we pretty well had a key to the door and, um, you know, whenever we wanted to get out there, it was, uh, it was pretty easy and uh, there was tons of, you know, ice to, ha to be had in, in such a small community and I think that kind of, uh, you know, is what made me uh, who I am today. So is it like one community rink? Yes, yeah. And there's, I'm sure, outdoor. No, 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 no outdoor. No outdoor rink. We, uh, yeah. I mean, there's not, just no rivers or anything. No, nothing. No, I mean, we yeah. just. Uh, so it's I mean, all indoor for you. Although that rink was pretty cold, so yeah, it might have like probably outdoor. goes outdoor. Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the average temperature to give the people an idea here in Fahrenheit? Uh, in the in Fahrenheit. In the winter time. Well, it was well below zero, I'm sure. Well, in we're in, in Celsius. We're at least, uh, yeah, minus ten to minus yeah, forty. That's so cool. that's in Celsius. I don't know what that yeah, what that translates to. It's below zero, degrees, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Quite often, it's in right. the minuses. Well, you you have a twin brother in Taylor, right? Yes. And uh, how is that? Were you guys always on the same team? Was it a, a competitive thing between you two all along? Was it a good kind of competitiveness, or did it get nasty sometimes? What was it like? Um, yeah, we definitely had our fair fair fights, and um, especially <laughs> actually in, on the ice fights. Did you have no, those? no, no. Oh, okay. Especially uh, you know in the basement and yeah. uh, shooting. Those parks are normal. And, those uh, are normal. Yeah. So, but uh, we always we always played on the same team. Um, I don't I don't recall playing against them. He's a forward, right? Uh, he's a forward, yeah. So, um, you know, obviously I went up against him in practices and stuff like that, and, you know, we'd have competitions, and um, we definitely competed hard against each other and wanted to, you know, be better than each other. And, um, you know, like I said, at, at home there was the, you know, definitely fighting, and, and uh, you know, the parents had to split us up. But, uh, um, no, it was, it was uh, great. I mean, we, we spent uh, every hour together, and... Um, you know, we were we were shooting one one we go in net and one guy was shooting downstairs in the basement. See, that helps. You'd always have a goalie yeah, when you're young. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we would uh, we would play till till we started to fight and then uh, <laughs> then we'd go upstairs. We'd have to get split up and about ten minutes later we'd be back, back downstairs down. playing. So uh, no, it was great having having uh, that as as a young kid. Now you said he was on your teams through youth hockey. Yes. Yeah. Would you remember the first time you weren't on his team? Yeah, it was my first year in junior. First really? First year in Calgary. So yeah. Right, straight through you were teammates. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Was it a little weird when he wasn't there with you? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a tough day having to to go our separate ways there for a year, but um, you know, eventually we we met back up in in year two, and yeah. um, that was another uh, added experience to to uh, you know our career. He played two of the three years you were there. Yes, yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. Where's he now? Where's is he still playing? No, he's back home. He's uh, working back home in Elkhorn. Okay. 
Okay, gotcha. Well, that's neat stuff. The other thing is, you're twins, but you're not identical twins. You're a lot bigger than he is, correct? Yes, yeah. He's, How tall is he's he? He's quite a bit smaller. 5'10", uh, 5'11". you're 6'3", now, right? Yeah, 6'3 and a half. 6'3 and a half now. Yeah. Now, you had a late growth spurt, correct? Yes, yeah. What, what, what size were you when you went to junior, first of all, the first year? Um, when I first went to junior, I was maybe... I want to say six foot or six one yeah. or something. That's I think about I when you drafted, right? Yeah, and I think yeah. I grew a couple inches uh, after that. Yeah, you you it was. I, re- I remember when you were drafted, you were listed at six one, I believe. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the next year we saw you at training camp six three or six three. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was that like? Do you have to make adjustments in your game as you you grow that much that that quickly and that late, really? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really notice it at the time. I think, uh, you know, you don't really measure yourself yeah. in still training camp, so I never really thought about it too much and just kind of went out and played. Yeah, and you're the really the only big person in your family, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm the tallest. Um, you know, my mom's side is uh, definitely a lot taller than, than my dad, so I, I would probably say that I got it from her. Yeah, so you get to look down on everybody now. Yeah. They still, your parents, did your father have a little trouble sometimes bossing you around when he's looking up? Because I do with my son. I'm looking up at my son trying to tell him what to do. It doesn't work as well. No, no. <laughs> no that's a great story. And you guys are a tight family, huh? Yes, yeah, we are. How we, often do uh, they get here to, to see you? Uh, quite a bit. They're here right now, and, um, you know, they have uh, they try to get to as many games as they can. I think, um, you know, they, they plan at least three or four trips throughout the year, and then they always do the, the Western Canada swing when we do, right. you know, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Uh, try to get those those games as well. So they do the whole swing with you? Uh, I think they're missing uh, one game in Calgary, but I think other than that, they, they're catching three out of the four. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Now, all players, I mean, almost all players, I mean, maybe a Connor McDavid or a Sidney Crosby, they don't experience that kind of adversity that sometimes can push you. But early in your junior career, you got scratched a couple times, right? You go through some adversity. Do you think that is a kind of good thing in the long run for a player that maybe it, it makes you it, it puts you in, in a good place mentally it, it obviously makes you appreciate where you are a little bit it, was that something that was good for you yeah i think so i think uh i think throughout pretty well everyone's career you, you're going to face adversity i think it's a matter of when and um you know at the time when when it happens at such a uh young age and in in your junior career uh, early on i think uh sometimes it's hard and um, you know, I was thankful that to have the support of, you know, my brother and my parents and family and, uh, you know, obviously went through some tough times there early on and, uh, you know, you, you catch a break, uh, you get an opportunity and you try to make the most of it and, um, you know, that's kind of what happened in, in my first year. Marty Brodeur just went into the Hall of Fame and in his speech he talked about when he was 14 he got cut from a team and he wanted to quit hockey. His brother yeah. actually pulled him back and said, you get back there and you play. You never had any thoughts of getting out of it, did you? Was it ever that No, sort of- no, I, you know, I love the game too much and I, as much as uh, at times, you know, maybe it was against me, but I, I always believed in myself. I think since, since uh, you know, I was a young kid, I always said that I wanted to play in the NHL and coming from a small town, you know, you kind of get people that are, well, what happens if that doesn't happen? What's your, what's your plan B? And, you know, I said all along, I don't have a plan B. My plan is to play in the NHL and, um, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to be there. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's kind of, you know, why I got here is, is, you know, my work, work ethic and, uh, belief that, you know, I was going to play in the NHL. Yeah, it's good to have that that kind of uh, determination. All right, so there's milestone moments along that road, right? One's the draft. Uh, another would be maybe your first NHL game. Another would be your, maybe your first NHL goal. Uh, which one of those three sticks out to you the most? 
Um, I mean, the draft was because it was in Philly. It's here, yeah. Uh, that definitely sticks out quite a bit. Uh, yeah, with with it, you know, the crowd and um, you know, going to the hometown team and. They pretty well booed every pick before me, and, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, to, to to get that uh, you know when you're picked, and um, especially for me, not not even thinking that I was going to go in the first round. Um, you know, watching the draft after a year of midget hockey the year before, and uh, you know then getting picked in the first round the year after, it's uh, it was pretty incredible and uh, something that uh, you know I'll definitely remember the rest of my life. Let me let me ask you about that because the the, the guys go to the draft, many of them. Um, and, and you went not expecting first round at all. You had no. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't supposed to go to the draft. And then uh, after uh, my U18s, uh, my agent had said that uh, you should you should maybe go to the draft. There's that was good a, news. There's a chance that you could go in the first round. So um, yeah, obviously wasn't expecting it, but uh, you know it was it was it was obviously a great day. Yeah. So. We remember you here, possibly, obviously the draft, but uh, the training camp in 2014, um, you kind of burst upon the scene. You, you were still, I guess, about 6'1 then, but you were very much a kid, but you had a great camp. Do you remember that camp? Go through some of the thought, right? You're, you're with all these, these adults, these, these men, and here you are a kid, and, and you really performed well. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a big eye-opener for me, I think, um, you know, coming, you know, your first test against grown men and... Um, yeah, I was still a young boy, like you said, six one. Still, lots of growing left, and uh, but I think I, you know, I was still running off, uh, you know, the adrenaline of you know being drafted, going to World Junior Camp, and uh, you know, the whole summer just one thing led into another, and I didn't really have time to to think about too much. And I think that's kind of uh, you know what helped me going into training camp was. Uh, didn't really worry about it too much. Yeah, you're just too busy to worry. That, that <laughs> helps. That could be a good thing. Uh, the on your way to the NHL also was some time in the American Hockey League. How important was that? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a big step for for why I'm here today. I think uh, you know, coming out of junior, um, you tend to have habits that uh, you know don't really work in in uh, the pro pro level, and so I had to go down there and <clears throat> kind of round out my game and. and uh, Learn how to, to adjust and, and uh, you know find my game inside the the pro level and uh, you know it took me a little bit there was definitely uh, you know some learning to, to go along with it and some tough some tough uh, tough areas tough mistakes and you learn from it and you know you get better you work on your game and uh, you know, obviously you know a year later uh, it paid off. What's the biggest difference? American Hockey League, National Hockey League, uh, besides the paycheck and all. I mean, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's a little bit faster. Uh, guys think it's such a high level up here. Um, you think you got a guy trapped or, or in a right position, and you know they make a highly skilled play that you never thought was was even possible. And I think that's uh, something that I've had to adjust to is is never think that uh, you know you got somebody. Um, you always play them as if uh, you know they're going to make that next play. So you make it, you have your first game, you also scored your first goal, you also scored a playoff goal last year. Uh, talk about just the getting over that awe factor because especially a kid growing up in a town of about 500 and, and you said it, your dream was always to play in the NHL. Sometimes when you realize that lifelong dream, you get there and you're sort of awestruck. Did you have a little of that? How did you overcome it if you did? Yeah, I think so. I think. Uh 
especially the first few games, you're going up against you know guys you grew up uh, watching and idolizing, and um, now you got to go and try to battle against them and, and compete against them, and it's a hard thing to do, uh, especially early on. And um, same thing with going into different buildings. You you got a new building every night, and um, you know it's kind of got the wow factor to it as well. And um, you know I think it took me a little bit, but I think once you realize that uh, you know you're here for a reason. Um, just go out and play your game and and uh, not worry about everything else and and uh, you know respect the the guys that you grew up watching but respect them by battling against them and playing hard against them out of curiosity did you ever tell uh, like Claude or Jake or Wayne you grew up watching them <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have seen their reaction it would not have been positive yeah. I can tell you that yeah. uh, all right let's do a little rapid fire here and uh, again this isn't word association you don't have to give them a one-word answer but I'm just going to give you a quick question it some of them might be one-word answers but just say what comes to mind all right so uh, as a kid uh, and I don't know how many games you were able to watch uh, I can in Canada and all that I'm, I'm sure right what what player did you look up to most as a, as a youngster uh, Nick Lidstrom. Nick Lidstrom, a defenseman. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that would uh, you know, Nick Lidstrom going this way, that way. Most kids gravitate to the forwards. Did you know you were going to be a defenseman from the get-go? Yes, yeah. You did? Yeah. Never played forward, really? Not really, of very, not, not really, no. Wow. That's interesting because most kids, when they're really young, it's all about scoring goals, right? It's all about being a forward. Yeah, I mean, What, I, what kicked in that led you to defense was your, was your game? Because you're a great skater too you could have been a forward yeah I mean I uh, probably pretty well was people would say that <laughs> growing up um, we had <laughs> over yeah yeah I've been called that a couple of times <laughs> um, no we had we had three four D growing up every every year so um, you know I was on the ice lots skating lots and uh, jumping up and, and joining the offense and um, that's probably why you know my skating is, has come uh, along with me and uh, because I was you know, having to do that so much, and um, you know, yeah, Nick Lidstrom. I was just, uh, you know, he was such a steady defenseman on, on both both sides of the puck, and uh, you know, it's a guy that uh, it's pretty easy to look up to. Yeah, he's kind of a silent assassin. I mean, he would just, you wouldn't even really notice him, but he'd nullify the best player on the other team. He was just, and obviously, very good on the offensive end too. Your funniest current teammate? Well, we got a couple of them. Um, I'm gonna go with lots. Lots. Yeah. Who are some of the others? Rasp. Rasp's pretty funny. Um, you know, you got some some other guys there. TK. Yeah. Um, different kinds of humor. From yeah. There's guys. yeah. There's yeah. obviously a lots of different humor. Um, it's, it's a long season. You're involved in the sport. Obviously, it takes a lot of time, even the, the off days from games. But what do you do to get away from the game when you want to just not think about hockey for a little while? Um. You know, away from the rink. Uh, you know, I like to, like to, you know, try to try to go, you know, on my own and, and uh, you know maybe relax a little bit. Uh, maybe go see a movie or, or you know, go have dinner with some guys or, or just try to get away from it a little bit. And um, you know, I, I like to watch watch the games on on off nights uh, at certain certain times. And uh, but there's definitely, you, like you said, there's certain certain times where you need to get away from it all and, and just kind of relax and, and not worry about the, the game. Which favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, I don't know if I got one. <laughs> Too many? Yeah. Yeah, so you're a frequent moviegoer, pretty much? Yeah, or, or uh, TV shows on Netflix yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I like, I like Binge uh, watching? I like changing it up, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I say Philadelphia Flyer fans, what do you think of? Uh... 
crazy, uh, loud, um, probably intimidating for, for other players, opposing players, and uh, you know their support is just uh, incredible. What do you think of Gritty? <laughs> He's Gritty. He is gritty. <laughs> I, it was pretty offensive the other night, though. Some of the, the guys uh, from the opposing team were saying that they got a gritty win. You, they, they can't do that, right? No. Uh, you can't no. do that. Uh, toughest player, uh, I guess we, we have to speak at the NHL level, to defend. It, when you see him coming at you, the, the guy you're most uh, wary of. Um, I would say McDavid. Just his speed is, you gotta, you got to be careful there. Uh, you, you get caught standing still. It's uh, you don't get time to to get back. It's it. He's gonna be you. Yeah, and you say that you're a great skater, but he's just at that level. The next or, level, yeah. yeah. And if he's got if he's got the the motor going, tough to catch him. Um, if you weren't a hockey player, this might be a tough one for you because you've pretty much said from day one you wanted to be a hockey player. But if you weren't a hockey player, what would you do? What would be your profession? Uh, I'd like to think I'd be working on the farm. There you go. Is that what your brother's doing? Uh, he's helping out, yeah. Yeah. What, how big is your farm? Uh, we got uh, 1,200 acres. Wow. Um, okay. We used to have more, but uh, yeah, right now we got 1,200. That's still pretty big. Yeah. Still, still a lot of uh, work, I'm sure. Uh, are you ever confused by uh, with fans with Sean Couturier? Sorry. Are you ever confused? People think you're Sean Couturier. Oh, that way. Yeah. Um, Not as a player, no. You guys are, <laughs> but uh, facially, there is a somewhat of a resemblance. You guys could be older brother, uh, younger brother. You could. You know what? I've been uh, called a couple different guys, especially on the road. You get uh, fans that uh, you know want your autograph or something yeah. like that. And yeah. uh, who I've else have you been called? Patrick. I don't know. Really? I don't know why I've been called Patrick. You I don't get the I don't get the long hair. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely. Uh, you know, especially I remember early on when I first got drafted, a lot of a lot of fans were saying I looked like Coots. Yeah, younger brother. <laughs> Who's your favorite non-hockey athlete? Non-hockey athlete. I don't know if I got a favorite. I, I just you know enjoy watching sports. Uh, you know, Tiger and golf mm -hmm. and um, you know basketball. You got LeBron. You got Steph Curry and um, you know all the different sports. I just like watching. Uh, you know, at the highest level. Do you watch a lot of the other sports? Yeah. 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 That's, that's another way to get away from the hockey, right? Um, most important advice you would have for uh, a young hockey player, a kid who's, who's got the same dreams you had, what, what's, what, do you think, what would, advice would you give him? Just enjoy it. I think, yeah. uh, you know, growing up, I was never, uh, never worried about, you know, playing at a, at a certain level or, you know, um, scoring how many goals or assists or whatever. I was just out there enjoying it and having fun. You've been listening to a special one-on-one -on -one edition of Broadcasters Roundtable as Jim Jackson sits down with Travis Sanheim. You can find this entire interview on demand at our Flyers Radio 24-7 podcast page. Just visit flyersradio247.com and scroll down for all of our podcasts. You can see links there on how to subscribe to those podcasts in both iTunes and Google Play. You can also find a link to our Flyers Radio 24-7 stream there as well, powered by TuneIn. Thanks a lot for joining us. Have a great day, everyone.